Making the right financial decisions takes time, skill, and effort. The Savvy Brokers Club podcast delivers strategies from today's thought leaders that help you build and maintain your financial freedom. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Savvy Brokers Club podcast. Today I'm joined by Ariel Villamar, loan officer with Neighborhood mm-hmm. Loans. Ariel, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on this. No, podcast. it's likewise, likewise. <laughs> it's been a pleasure getting to know you so far. Um, mm-hmm. But quite the journey into real estate. Very, uh, like as you put it, a 360 degree view into it. So, yes. <laughs> um, only been doing uh, loan origination for the last couple of years. Yes. But prior to that, like I said, just had a, a 360 view. 360 degree view into it, which I would love for you just to kind of explain, yeah. you know, where you're from, where, how you got started and yeah. All of <laughs> well, that. Yeah. let me tell you the funny story, how I actually got started into it. Um, my mother was a real estate agent. She's been a real estate agent for almost 20 years. It'll be 20 years next year. Wow. I know. 2003. She started in Miami, Florida. She oh, okay. is my mentor. I love her so much. She is who actually pushed me to be in real estate. Um, but I'm very thankful. Um, so she had an open house one year. I was seven. Or no, I was 13 years old. 13 years old, and it was a beautiful home, $1.5 million home on the water. And she's like, I'm bringing my daughter to this open house. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, whatever, mom. I know my exact outfit. Always been a fashionista. Um, And she was showing these people around. She goes, hey, I think I have somebody that's very interested in this property. Just sit there, look cute. Don't do anything. I'm like, okay, whatever. A couple walks in, and they're this like groovy couple. Like his name was Johnny Wrong, from what I remember. <laughs> what an interesting name, right? right? Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, is this your open house?" I'm like, "No, it's my mother's." But um, feel free to look around. I was like, "Let me tell you some of my favorite parts of this house, though." Oh, look at you, thirteen <laughs> years old. Thirteen. Man, I already knew what you wanted to do. I was like, "I'm a sale. I'm a sales." <laughs> um, exactly. So he goes. Okay, what do you like? And I was like, oh, um, so you'll see this wall here, the beautiful stairs that wrap around. I was like, you'll love the view from the bedroom. The master bath is amazing. I was like, just how about you guys go take a look for yourselves? I was like, if you need anything, I'm here. My mom's here. I'll just be sitting here looking cute, right? (laughs) Basically, that was how it went down. And this guy walks up around with his cute wife. Like, they were just this beautiful couple. And they come back down, and they're like, you know, you were not wrong about all the good parts of the house. He's like, I think we want to buy it and we want to buy it cash. Wow. And I was like, are you kidding? And he's like, no. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, mom. And she's like, honey, I'm writing an offer. I was like, no, 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 no. You have to see, you have, no. She's like, okay. She's finishing this offer. The couple leaves that was writing an offer. And this guy comes in, I think it was like a hundred grand over asking wow. um, cash. And wow. my mom was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's do this, you know, and presented it to the seller who actually was a family friend of ours. Um, and she, Johnny was like, what are you going to get your daughter for the commission? <laughs> <Close> <laughs> Exactly. That's amazing. So from that point, you were yeah, hooked. Yeah, I was hooked. I was. I loved it. I wanted to go to work with her all the time. That it was is just, pretty awesome. I mean, looking at all these beautiful homes in Miami was just insane. I loved yeah. it. But yeah, that's what got me into it. And when I graduated high school, I moved to Arizona. She moved to Arizona later on. And she's like, you know what? I don't think we're going to send you to college. And I was like, what? Like, I was supposed to go to college with my best friend. I was like, are you kidding me? She's like, No. 
you're going to get your real estate license. And wow. I was like, so she really did push you into it. She like, pushed literally, me into like, literally. it. Literally. But now, exactly. so, so Florida for your mom, mm-hmm. you both moved to Arizona, mm-hmm. but originally from Chicago. Though. Originally from Chicago, yep. Where, Born uh, and raised. Where, but grew up in the in the city, then moved out. Yes. Um, that so, was you were saying, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, my parents had me in Rogers Park area, kind of grew up there a little bit. Um, my sister was born out there, and then we moved to Elgin, Illinois. Wow. Yeah. and um, It was a tough time, though, right? Yeah, it was tough. Yeah. Uh, my parents ended up splitting when I was seven, and um, my mom decided to do her own thing. She was really into modeling at the time, mm-hmm. and then my dad had to take care of me and my daughter, or me and my sister. Sorry, wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not there yet. Fast forward, I'm right? Done with my dad's <laughs> um, me and my sister um, alone. Um, yeah, and it was really hard. I didn't get to see my mom for quite some time. I was not close to her. Um, this was before she started her real estate journey. And sure, then, sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just, he showed me that even difficult times, like being a single father, having to adjust to the scenario he was in, the situation he was in, he fought through it and t- supported two girls on his own. And that's also another mentor of mine is my father. He's just showed me how just because something bad is happening to you at a certain moment doesn't mean you can't get through it. For sure. Yeah. So he literally put us in a little apartment. <laughs> we my sister had a bunk bed. It was it was tough. And he showed me that you can get through it and then bought this beautiful new built home and it was amazing after that. So And that seems to be a big part of your story now that you want to share with yeah, others, right? Because as, as you've done this, you've overcome a lot yeah, of things absolutely. as well. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I mean, when I was in Arizona doing real estate, um, the whole goal was to move back to Chicago in 2016, which I stuck to and I did, but I ended up doing it alone. Mm. Um, I not was the plan, a, right? Not the plan. Yeah. I was in a very serious relationship with someone and they were supposed to move with me and they decided to just last minute as I'm packing boxes, decide not to do that. Wow. So I was like, I'm going to stick to my goal. I wanted to do real estate in Chicago. I'm a city girl. I love the city. So I'm going to do that. And Good for you. I stuck to it. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I moved and I decided to go into real estate school here, not knowing where the heck I lived. I was in Uptown, which is at the time, I mean, it's still up and coming. It's beautiful. But it was sketchy for a single woman and a dog walking her dog at night. Sure, sure, you know? sure. Even and now, I mean, I mean, it's still getting better, right? Exactly. It's a lot better. Exactly. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know anybody. I knew my cousin and his friends. And I mean, that wasn't in the area I wanted to be in. I knew where my goals were. I always said as a young girl, I wanted to live downtown. I wanted to be in real estate. I wanted to be that city girl. That's who I am. And I decided to not continue with my real estate license as a broker here in Chicago. I decided to get into title. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you did pretty well with it, though. I mean, you're from what you were saying, it's insane the numbers it, you were oh putting up. God. Yeah, I but did. the hours. The hours. That's what killed me. Yeah. I mean, closing eight deals a day, seven deals a day, those closings take an hour and a half to two hours, sometimes even longer. <laughs> yeah. So I was there from... Crack it on to, it was till late at night. No, and no work-life balance. No. Wow. I was not happy. Yeah. And I've always wanted to just be my own boss, to be honest. And I always wanted a 360, like you said. And I was like, 
I'm going to get back. I'm going to get into mortgage business. I've always wanted to. <laughs> I Math was a challenge for me when I was a kid. And as I got older, I got really good at it. And I was like, I love being challenged. I, I want to overcome that. So um, being at a table as a closer for so long, I was able to, you know, see all of the loan documents and see how the lender worked and work with them as well behind the table also as a realtor. So to me, it was like, it was like second second nature. I was just like, Oh, let's do this. Um, my business partner who I work with on the Bernanke group, um, with neighborhood loans, he, his name is, uh, Donnie. He took me on as his protege and he's like, Hey, he's like, I'm going to teach you. And I was like, all right. (laughs) He, the first week of training, I already knew everything that, he was like, I'm taken back. Like, what? <laughs> it was so fast. And I started originating. Well, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So got into that. And honestly, I've loved what I do. Even though it's a struggle at the moment to build your book of business in real estate, working with people who motivate you, are like-minded, have you know a structured schedule, who are hustlers, who want to build their name, they have that like energy, you could just feel it. And a lot of the realtors that I've met and um, have known actually have felt that energy and it brought us together and it's like, let's do this together. Let's let's build each other. And so it's been helping a lot. I, I love do, doing what I do, and I'm very happy at where, with where I'm at at no, this moment. No, it seems that way. Yeah. Like, as we were talking about it. So for you, having this kind of 360-degree view of real estate, mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like it's a, a very beneficial you know, partnership between you and other realtors. Mm-hmm. How, how? Yeah, tell me about that. One, in terms of just even forming the relationships, how have you stepped into now marketing yourself as a, as a lender and originating mm-hmm. loans? How, how do you go out there and form these relationships and find success with uh, realtors? Um, Right now, it's networking, getting Mm. out there and people getting to know who you are. Um, It's very hard. I mean, you're going to find a lot of sharks out there that just want to take your money from you and they want you to pay for everything. (laughs) And I'm not going to lie, that's that's a lot of them out there. And when I go out there, I can can sense it, you Mm. know. But being able to network with these people, going to all these events and, and... mingling with amazing realtors you get to feel their energy it's just i feel like i have explained to you before like i'm really about mindset and mental health and working out and all of that's very important to me so when i get to have a genuine conversation with a realtor and they start talking about all this stuff without me even bringing it up it's like okay i know where you're going like i feel like you have the same mindset as me let's let's go get coffee let's do a workout class together that's so important. To, exactly. Let's build a friendship. It's not all about the work. It's also about the friendship, being able to trust that person with your business. Because at the end of the day, mixing your name with someone else is huge. Because that's, Yeah, it's so important. And you're mm-hmm. right. No one's really brought that up. But, but yeah. you're, you're right, though. Yeah. I mean, you're associating that, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess for you in that, you know, when as you've made that transition, what's the biggest thing you've had to overcome to, to build those relationships? Because... It seems like, you know, when you're first starting out, you're a little hungry, right? Mm-hmm. But you're saying, like, no, I want to have a good vibe. Mm-hmm. How do you handle that being selective but still, you know, trying to be ambitious at the same time? So I'm very grateful that I came into this business with a lot of savings. I made sure I left my corporate job being safe where I was, you yeah, know. Yeah. And having friends and family that support you that are just they see that you're going to go get these goals it's just been 
so helpful uh, having them behind mm. me, just pushing me all the time. And yeah, it does take time to build a relationship with a realtor. And I understand what you're saying. Like they don't give me their first deal right away. I understand that, but I'm willing to take that chance. If I feel like we're going to have a great connection, I'm willing to take that chance to build a relationship, see what they need to, to move forward with them. Like if they need someone that's going to be communicative with them all the time, need someone that's able to get the job done. There's a lot of people when a deal goes haywire, they just want to throw the paperwork in the air and just be like, (laughs) I'm done. You know, there's no way this deal's going to close. I'm sorry, but once a closer, always a closer. And I was a closer with the Chicago title as a realtor. I'm always going to be a closer. I'm going to find a way to close this deal. And I think I always tell my, my friends and realtors and partners, I'm like, just give me a chance. Just give me a deal. I don't care if it's the most expensive deal. Give me a deal. And I will try to make it work. And I think being able to do that, they end up trusting me, building that relationship. They give me that. And... It just flows after that. It's just, I don't even know how to explain it. Like <laughs> it's they they know that I want to help them grow by networking and meeting people, and they know that my energy is great. So when I go out and I network, people naturally are attracted to that. They want to get to know you. They want to talk to you, and doing that builds partnerships and relationships with potential buyers, potential sellers. Like I have plenty. I have a great network of friends that just love to be positive talking about, they talk positive about every one of their friends. And every time you go out, you want to make sure you leave that, you know, stamp there. Like, hey, if you need anything, call me. I'm here. And just vice versa. I love that approach. I love that approach. And you can tell you're very intentional about it. So (laughs) I guess on the other side of that, how do you handle those situations when, you know, it's not someone that you want to work with, right? Uh, That that having that grace and still, but trying to maintain that professionalism, right? When you know that it's not, a good vibe. Um, honestly, I just try to be as positive as I as I can, as I yeah. possibly can. And if I mean, I've had that relationship with a few realtors now, and I've I try to, you know, talk them down. Like, calm. Let's talk about this. Let's break down where the issue is. Let's, you know. And sometimes they just don't want to work with you, yeah. you know. And unfortunately, that. That becomes an issue, but being able to talk with them and kind of show them via, I guess, scenarios, giving them scenarios of, let's say, a a file and saying, hey, look, if we went about it this way, we can get it closed. I just want to help out. If If you can talk with me, let's do it. And so we end up, it ends up working out, honestly. Um, I haven't had an issue yet where... (laughs) It's blown up to the point where I've completely lost it. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, but you also have a very positive, you know, uh, attitude. Well, thank you. <laughs> that, that, that does a lot, though, right? I mean, I think when you when you approach things negatively, you get negative uh, oh, results. Right? Absolutely, you when, get more sugar with honey. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, and 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 for you, like uh, the, the social media aspect of things mm-hmm. and connecting with others is also a platform for you to educate, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that you had mentioned was that you're having to combat a lot of um, misinformation. Yes. Right. How? T- just take me through that as far as things that you hear and, yeah. you know, they're just crazy things. You're like, no, that's just, just so it's not true, right? Exactly. Oh, my God. It happens all the time. I bet. You. It's crazy. And, and, and I guess before, let me interrupt you real no, quick. No, go ahead. As, 
how much of that misinformation comes from social media too as well so like if you if you kind of as you go down that rabbit hole oh it's it comes from all streams of media yeah and i mean people want to sway you in different ways for their own you know for their own goals for their own reasonings and when i'm on social media i try to be very educational but not too much where i'm just trying to I don't want people to think I'm a shark. I'm not trying to sh- be a shark and take your business and take your money. That's not where I'm where I'm going here. A lot of people will, but sure. I think that when people come up to me at, or DM me on Instagram or on LinkedIn or on Facebook, they're like, "Is this really true?" Because I'm hearing this, and I'm like, "You're going to hear that, but that's like on an average file. That's this way or that way, or you know, you can't you can't just." automatically put yourself out there and say, oh, well, I can't buy a house. This person has an, a salary job, been working for four years, has money in the bank, like, and is still discouraged because of all this negativity. We always have this saying right now um, in lending. It's like, marry, in this current market mm-hmm, right now, right, it's right. like, marry the house, not the rate. Yeah. Everyone's so worried about the rate. And it's like, it's a huge thing, absolutely, but it fluctuates all the time. Yep. And you have the chance to get a home at a good purchase price with a high rate. But when the rates do eventually drop, if they eventually drop, which we're, sure. we're going to yeah. see, we're yeah. going to see that happen. It, you might as well have that low purchase price. Yeah. Build equity in your home because purchase prices are going to go up yep. and have a lower interest rate refinance. Yep. Why not? Well, take and it that, was crazy. Take advantage of it. 100%. And I just found it crazy, you know, even recently on, on the Real Estate Moguls podcast where I was uh, talking to someone about um, just, yeah, overpaying during the pandemic. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh. And, and it's like, oh, you'd rather overpay by 15, 20, 30,000 sometimes, but you're afraid of a, a rate. A rate? <laughs> I think it makes no sense, you know, during that time. You have so many options to refinance your home. You have so many other, like, you have an arm loan that could, at some right now, they're not the greatest, but... There are times where you can get a five-year arm loan and you can have a way lower rate. And if you think that, you know, you're scared about the it coming up in five years and it raising, refinance if the rates go better. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, right. It's it's a risk, but it's it could be a really good risk. Take advantage of the low purchase, uh, purchase prices. You yeah. know what I mean? Rates and, and, not and, like, and, and not competing, and like yeah, not competing. People like, were paying a hundred grand over per, like over the really? price. Like, it's, it? wow. oh my god, it was crazy. I, I mean, I remember sitting. I was in Chicago. I was during. Uh, I was with Chicago Title at the time, and I just remember seeing people at the closing table talking about, oh my god, I paid this much over asking, asking yeah. blah blah blah, but I got a two percent interest rate. I'm like, that's great. But like, what happens when your equity isn't there? Right. When you want to sell the property? Yeah. I'm like in my head. I'm like, oh, it's kind of scary. Under. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. already under. Like that's crazy to yeah. be. And what a position. Yeah. So for you, like, what what is the biggest, um, like, I guess, key in, in overcoming some of those? You know, as you educate, right? Is mm-hmm. it is it more social media? Is it in person? Is it just really all of it that you're just continuously having to educate people on? We yeah, it's a continuous. It's a continuous thing. Honestly, social media, I try to be very educational on there. Um, But also talking to my clients, talking to people when I meet them, people just sitting at a restaurant. Let's say I'm waiting for my reservation. I'm sitting at the bar having a glass of wine. I'm like, oh, somebody's talking about, you know, selling a house. And I was like, oh, you know, 
let's talk. And I always try to introduce myself. And just the the fact that they're so unaware is is crazy to me, yeah. you know. And it's and, and educating them right then and there. They're like, oh my gosh, can I get your business card? I'd love to pick your brain some more. Hmm. Of course. Here you go. Call yeah. me. Let's schedule a time to talk. Let's go get some coffee. I'm here to help, honestly. So I try to be as communicative with everyone and anyone in my friend group family and social media, in person. It's I'm always trying to educate people, make sure that they know that there is opportunity out there. It, don't just give up absolutely. like at all. <laughs> no, absolutely. And it's like I said, with your positive attitude everywhere you go, <laughs> you're you. also very passionate about it. You know, it's yeah. easy to see why um, it's been working for you. So yeah. with that, what's the, the vision for the future, right? What are the goals you have for 2023 oh, and beyond? Man, I definitely have some great goals. I definitely mm-hmm. have uh, branding that I'm coming up with uh, for myself since, I mean, I'm new, but I've been in, you know, the yeah. mortgage industry for a couple of years. So it's like, okay, I think it's time for me to really you know, start branding myself. So I want to have all that done by next year, uh, the beginning of next year. And um, honestly, continue edu- continuing to educate. I want to do a lot more classes for people um, with a lot of my realtors, my partners. And um, hopefully next year I want to invest more in property. Nice. Yeah. So I want to get into that more. Well, it yeah. also gives you that experience as well. Now you have like mm-hmm. a, a beyond a 360 degree <laughs> yeah, view, right? Yeah, exactly. So, no, exactly. that's pretty awesome. Well, uh, I want to thank you for coming in and thank you know you. sharing your story and yeah. being positive. And yeah, I can't wait to hear more uh, in the future. Thanks. Me too. I'm very excited. Thank you for having me.